Hello, and welcome to Core Women. My name is Dr. Summer Watson, and I'm the founder of Core Women, and I'm also an empowerment strategist for women. So if you're listening to this podcast to delve more into empowerment strategies, well, you're here for the right reason. However, Core Women was also developed because it's a special place that provides a unique idea of home for the hearts and souls of women. It's a place for us to share our strength, energy, wisdom, and authenticity. It's a place for women to find support and strategic empowerment ideas that will help support their lives. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Vanita Lee Tatum, who is a former business banking VP. Today, she is exploring her creative side as a visual artist and combining that with entrepreneurship. She is a world traveler. She was raised in Oakland, California, and teaches entrepreneurship to underserved communities in the East Bay. Let's get right into talking about your journey, Vanita, and welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me on the show, Summer. Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure. So let's talk about your professional journey from banking VP to visual artist. As you know, I was a um, small business banker and I worked in that sector for about 12 years and I absolutely loved it. I had an opportunity to work for some of the major banks such as Wells Fargo and Chase Bank of America. And I did really well um, in growing and expanding in my career. And I just reached a plateau um, in 2016. I honestly found myself feeling like I was burned out and I was ready for change. But I invested so much of my time and my energy and my resources and my passion into that career. I didn't know what to do next. And so I was, I was just at a, um, at a loss. I found myself um, in a space where I needed to do some self-discovery. And so I left the Bay Area. I'd been living in Oakland um, and I moved back up to Chico. I attended undergrad in Chico um, years ago and I was able to buy a home in Chico. And so I left myself and my daughter. I was a single mother at the time and I needed to get away. Um, it was a beautiful place I was able to reconnect with myself and also I found that there was some things going on inside that I was unaware of I didn't realize how wounded and exhausted I had become just from life just experiences I had gone through over the years and maybe not have given myself the time to process and so that space became a healing space for me um, as well as my daughter she's had been on the journey with me as well and uh, while I was there one day during the summer, I had an intense urge to paint. And I had never identified as an artist. Um, so I, I just gave into that urge and I allowed myself to explore this creativity. And um, the result was some beautiful artwork that came out as well as processing deep emotions and things that I had kind of masked for a very long time. And I started to share my work and people were able to relate. And so I realized a new path was opening up for me. Um, in 2017, I was able to come back to the Bay Area. I, I got married and I just started off in a new direction. I came back a, a different person. I was not the same Vanita that had gone on. Um, I was more in tune with who I am. I was more confident. I... It took some time for me to rebuild, um, but along the way, I just found many new tools and resources that I use to propel myself forward. 
and I've been using my my journey and my story to inspire others. That is awesome. You know, it, because it is a courageous move to physically get up and leave somewhere where you grew up and go to, yes, you attended undergrad in Chico, but here you are moving you and your daughter and you're starting a new path, a new journey. So yeah. that was very courageous. Was that a little scary? Honestly, it was, but you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. People who know me know that I'm a risk taker. And so I kind of live on the edge. And sometimes I like the experience of going into the unknown because I found a lot of value in those places. But yes, it was scary at times. I didn't really, I had a plan, (laughs) but I didn't really know how things would turn out. And there were some twists and turns along the way. Things, unexpected things happened. Um, I just had to become flexible and adjust, but yes, it, at times it was super scary, but, um, you know, I'm a brave. (laughs) Super cool though. I mean, you super cool that you took that risk that you had the courage and you went forward and you, you did that because as you said, you came back to the Bay area, a different Bonita. And so your art, you had this, this aha moment, this inspiration, what was that inspiration where it just spoke to you and you said, I need to do something. I need to create something artistic. Well, it re- I realized that I had always been an artist the entire time. I just didn't know it um, because I started to reflect back on my life. And I, I could remember moments, the, the joy that I experienced from going to art shows and art galleries and watching other artists manifest and 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 do the work that that brought them joy and it brought me joy to witness and so i had also seen a video of some women painting online and they were crying while they were painting i think i saw it on maybe facebook or youtube i can't recall but there was a workshop that came across maybe as an ad and i saw these women and they were just releasing pain and emotion through art And that resonated with me. And so I started to do that for myself in my own home. Um, That was the beginning for me. Wow. Okay. So that's really interesting because I've heard that same concept when somebody goes to like soul cycle and Mm -hmm. they start cycling and it's dark and it's just emotional and raw and it just brings something out. And so I kind of equate that with what you're talking about. This was, you know, something that really exposed you, something that made you vulnerable. So it did. And and I had been, um, let's see, I had been wearing this mask, uh, you know, to protect myself. I didn't like feeling vulnerable. You know, I felt like I had to have this outer shell and, um, all, a lot of that started to fall away. Being vulnerable is is completely uncomfortable. Of course we know that, but it's necessary at times. Absolutely. Well, It certainly is a unique and very exciting journey that you're taking here because as you said, you're doing a lot of healing through this. So what does art mean to you then? Um, Precisely that. um, My my theme for my artwork has been art is a gateway for healing. And when you think about a gateway, you think about some type of opening. And I found that opening to be within myself. And I started to go within because I spent so much time looking on the outside seeking and searching for answers um, and confirmations and things on my path. And I had never really given myself um, credibility for what I know. And 
that means just tapping into my intuition. I have a really keen sense of intuition. I have some gifts um, that allow me to discern things. And I've really not given attention to that space. And so I started to turn within, look within myself for approval. And I, I found the answers, the answers that I've been seeking and searching for for so long. It really is an awesome journey that you're going through and that I'm sure you continue to go through because art, as you said, is that gateway. And it just probably opened up just this different world, this different aspect of things. It sure did. You know, um, I mentioned that I did not identify as an artist, but when I realized I was enjoying the experience and I would talk to people about it, I was still not comfortable saying I'm an artist. So I wrote in lipstick, um, pink lipstick, because I love pink lipstick. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wrote it on my bathroom mirror. I wrote, wrote the word artist. And I would see it every day for about a year. It was beautiful to me. And it helped me to um, completely transform my identity and realize that I can be a self-defined woman. And I just had to make that decision. Oh, what an amazing story. I mean, you could even take a picture of that, that mirror with the, you know, hopefully you did with the word artist. And that is like an origin story for you. I just love it. I, I mean, I really do. I'm like, oh, look into the mirror. And then yes, you know, word artist. Mm-hmm. I Every love day. that. I love that. So let's talk about what it was like growing up in Oakland. I want to talk about, you know, this is kind of your personal and professional journey, but let's talk about part of that personal journey and growing up in Oakland. Yes. Well, I was, um, I was raised by a very wonderful woman. She was a single mother, and I, I came from a family that was very loving and very connected. Um, I realized that a lot of the intense struggles that we experienced impacted me, financial struggles that we experienced um, impacted me in terms of my sense of security, and I carried some of that into my adult, my adult life. Um, in the community where I was raised, I loved growing up in Oakland. And at the same time, there was a lot of violence and there was a lot of pain and things going on around that I observed um, in my community and amongst people that I loved. And I also personally was impacted by different things. And I realized that I had um, suppressed a lot of the the pain and later I had to face it and I had to, you know, go start going through a healing process. But I feel like Oakland is a very dynamic place. I'm so proud to, to come from um, such a creative community. Art has always been a big part of the Oakland experience and, and culture and kind of like being submerged in that environment. I know that that really shaped and molded me. And I have um, a deep connection with the people that come from where I come from and there's a lot of talent and a lot of love and I just feel really fortunate that I have the opportunity to grow up in Oakland one of the most diverse cities in the world um, almost 200 languages spoken it's really an international nation and it's really getting a lot of the the, um, well-deserved attention for the 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 cultural aspect of it it's uh, attracting lots of people from all over right now and Rightfully so. It has a, a deep um, history in like things like civil rights with the Black Panthers. Lots of movements and things have come out of Oakland. And so I have that pride um, and that experience has really, really helped also um, define me as a woman as well. Yeah, I, I can imagine having spent a lot of time in the Bay Area 
going to UC Berkeley, which is next to Oakland, I've had ample opportunity to explore Oakland, which has been wonderful for me. And as a matter of fact, last year I was there and I was really shocked about how much Oakland is growing. It's, it's just, it's changing and developing in different ways as well. The art scene is really big there. Like you said, there's so much history in Oakland that needs to be recognized. Absolutely. And the people who are from Oakland, there's just a certain vibe. You know, it's absolutely beautiful. It, yeah, it's a really cool place. So now, now that we're talking about this and growing up in Oakland, you also teach entrepreneurship to underserved communities. Can you talk more about this? Yeah. So in addition to being an artist, um, I, gosh, like this journey has just, it's still yet unfolding. <laughs> but as, as of last fall, I began a role as an entrepreneurship instructor. And so I'm working with an organization called Eden Area uh, ROP, which stands for Regional Occupational Program. And it's in partnership with the Hayward Unified School District, as well as Chabot College, because my oh, students, okay. yeah, um, Chabot College, a community college in our area, my students receive um, three units of semester credit upon completing my course. And we, our curriculum is designed by NIFTI, which is the Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship. But I have, have had the opportunity to take my expertise into the classroom and work with young entrepreneurs. Um, and so in my career as a business banker, and I realized this, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always had that spirit. And I just love working with those professionals and hearing their stories and, and, and learning how they were able to monetize their passions. And so I was able to translate that um, from my banking background now to become an educator and share that knowledge with youth. And I'm also partnering because I, I also am a small business owner myself and I'm partnering with other organizations to teach entrepreneurship. I'm going to be teaching a class at the Hayward Library this summer. Um, in partnership with another organization called Centro Community Partners as well. So I have a lot of different things that are coming up, but this has been fun for me. I absolutely enjoy it. I have a lot of partners just from my, my network, my professional network that have reached out and extended themselves. And I have them come in as guest speakers and do work-based learning with my students and just really bring that expertise, additional expertise um, to the class and we're having a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. That is awesome because it just sounds like things are really blossoming and they're part of the new journey that you're creating. Yeah. And that sounds so exciting. And you're being able to get back into your community and really help support community and our youth. Yes. And that's extremely important to me. Even when I was in banking, I will always find ways to connect resources, community, just being a champion for that social engagement, that philanthropy, you know, making an impact and giving back. That's a core part of who I am. And I know that's because of where I'm from as well, but I just have a desire to, to give back. And so I found ways, I always find ways to do that. And currently it's through this role and I love it. Oh, well, I just love hearing that. We need people like you out there in community supporting our youngsters. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So I yeah. want you to touch just briefly on your travels and what traveling means to you, because I know you're also a world traveler. 
Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. What it means to me, it means freedom. <laughs> it means the, the ability to explore, you know, just to get out there and experience the unknown. And mm -hmm. I have had many, many travel experiences. Um, I've gone, I've gone to India, uh, Europe, South America, uh, just various places. And I feel like I rediscover who I am every time. I love the luxury travel experience, but I also like kind of like having a backpack and just kind of being with the locals um, and having that local experience as well. And so I felt that that was a, another strong desire that I had and that I wanted to ex experience. And I, I realized it's just because it goes back to, again, the core of who I am, wanting to connect with community, seeing myself as a world citizen, and also um, being interested in ways that I can contribute to make impact, really to serve, serve people who are underserved in the world, especially women. And when I travel, I always find myself looking for um, opportunities to connect and just trying to figure out like how I can play a role um, in the progression of, for all people. But I love to travel. It's a, again, part of my healing. I, I believe it's a very healing experience to do so. Also a privilege. And um, I never know what's going to come next. Like I have aspirations to go different places, but sometimes it'll be an invitation from a friend who's from a certain country that invites you out to a wedding or, you know, who knows? Like you just yeah. about saying, yeah, like I'll check it out and try it out and I'll find myself in places that I never dreamed of. And that's, to me, that's what it's all about. Oh yeah. I love traveling. I am right there with you. And I love how you kind of identify yourself as a world citizen. I love <laughs> that phrase. I love that, that identification. Cause when you travel, like you said, luxury travel is really awesome, but getting down in there with community it just opens up something completely different it sure does it sure it's all authentic you know um you really get a chance to experience the real the realness of that culture and yeah. people love to share and so i think that's beautiful i do too i agree with you thank you for sharing that so do you have any art shows coming up actually um my calendar is starting to develop. I just had an art show in Oakland about a week ago with an organization called An Art Tasting. It was a platform to raise money for local artists. It was held at Humanist Hall. And I mentioned offline that I'm actually in my third trimester of my pregnancy. Yes. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm getting invites, but I'm also um, slowing down just a bit so I can prepare for my birth. Right. Um, but at the moment, I don't have um, any shows for the month of February just yet. But I often get invitations that come sporadically and I'm always ready to go. Well, you just let me know when those those shows come up and when you're going to be at them. And it let me know and I'll get that information out to my listeners as well. Absolutely. But, you know, as we close, I want to ask you one last question. If you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? Oh, gosh. Um, I would tell the listeners every day, um, make sure you are self-approved. Approve yourself. Um, so often we seek the approval of others. 
And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about looking for answers on the outside. And I've learned to look for approval and answers and confirmation from within. And it's the greatest gratification you'll ever receive. Um, I think that being self-approved is the highest level of approval we can, we can offer to ourselves oh, and the world. Absolutely. Wow. I love that insight. I think that's the first, that's the first time I've heard of that and in that way. And I just think that's so right on. It's so important that we self-approve. Thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely. And I just want to say, I um, actually learned that concept from a woman writer that I follow. Her name is Louise Hay, and she okay. does a lot of work around healing as well. But when I first heard that, I started to adopt it and make it my own. And I just think it's extremely important, especially for women, you know, especially for women. We need that, but all people. Absolutely. And she is very popular. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. So thank you for referencing her and giving her credit. And I'm glad you were able to adopt that into your life and make that part of your journey because it's so important. So thank you, Vanita, for joining me on the Core Women Podcast today. Thanks for having me, Summer. Absolutely. If you'd like to know more about Vanita Lee Tatum or want to message her, please follow and DM her on LinkedIn and Instagram. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at info at corewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.